Unapologetic, the number one podcast. It's yours truly, Melly Mel, aka Mr. Unapologetic. We are here today with another young king, my brother, Norman Young, ladies and gentlemen. Please give him a hand if you can. Uh, this brother has done so much stuff that I can't. We were just chatting up about the little stuff that he was doing, and I'm blown away. Uh, being a co parenting, uh, pr- pretty much program enthusiast, fatherhood enthusiast program that's going on that he does in public schools, and he's expanding from there. But we're going to have, it, have, have the king himself speak upon what he does and, you know, what's the overall goal for the community. What's up, bro? What's up, man? How you doing, man? I appreciate it. Nah, no, man, glad to be Man, it's been a long time since we had sat down. And how we used to chop it up. Right, that was a long time ago. Oh, man. But uh, I love the growth, man. I love the style, man. You're more professional. You know, I, 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 I just, I see the, the, the big jump that you have done, man. It was previous, you know. And uh, of course, all of us growing in our special way, and I'm proud of myself as well, you yeah, know, and yeah. seeing you helps me be like, man, I was, he really did it too, that's what I'm talking about, man. But can you can you tell us, like, exactly what you do when it yeah. comes to the fatherhood program? Yeah, I'm going to backtrack first, man. I want to salute you, man. Oh, man. I feel a lot of growth, right? Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. Uh, it's been a lot of growth. It's been. Just it's, receive it. It's been a lot of yeah, growth. Right? Yeah. I, I do a podcast, so I know the work that comes behind doing a podcast. It's not yeah. easy. You know, it's not necessarily compensation. Crazy, <laughs> right? No, man. It's, but It's a lot of time, but it's, it's something that you enjoy doing and you believe in it. Of course, yeah. man. I love my people. Of course. Yeah, man. yeah. So I salute that. I just wanted to start off with that. Oh, man. I, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, and, and then, uh, you know, set, you know, the, the goal to stay on that real quick. Man, <laughs> your, your your podcast and skills is like grade A to me. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's you, you're you have your comfortable setting. You you pitch exactly what you want at that given time, but you don't force it in people's faces. You know, you you kind of hand it to them. And you, Make it look good. <laughs> and these questions like that, I'd be like, ooh, that's a tough question. I don't know why I answer that. But how do you, you know, deliver the message? You know, the people are easy, like, oh man, I answer this for them. I, even though it might embarrass me a little bit, I get it, you know? So I congratulate you on that, man. I congratulate you on that. But, oh, uh, sorry, y'all, we can backtrack it a little bit. Okay, we get into the program. <laughs> I get into fatherhood program. Yeah, how you get into uh, that? So I started off working at Head Start. Mm, um, okay. I was working in preschool by accident. Even that, I signed up to substitute teach. Well, uh, by accident. It was, well, it was, it was by accident or by accident. <laughs> I had to play. Okay, all right. I was but, 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 but I, it mm-hmm. was, um, I signed up to, to teach in high, high school and I signed up in the system and they messed everything, put me in Head Start. Oh, and I took a long-term position when I stepped to the high school position, but then they translated to I took a long-term position and yeah. head start. So I ended up working in. Yeah, that sounds big. Yeah. So it's from getting cussed out in high school to wiping noses in preschool. So you know, it's just a jump. And uh, but with that, you know, yeah. God be the glory, I was able to 
after years of working in preschool, because mm-hmm. I ended up staying there. Right, right. right. And I ended up working in the classroom, and then I started servicing families more. And then when I start working with families, they were uh, as a family advocate. So each, okay. each okay. preschool student in Head Start, they get a family advocate. So I want to help them through on their way to preschool, make sure that they can. Oh, like a guy. Like a guy, almost like your personal. Not, uh, they just assist the family and advocate. So okay. the, kid, the kids need some in the classroom. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, advocate. Okay. Like the kids, we make sure that they get their dental, their hearing, their vision. They go to the doctors. It's like almost like another parent. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. Yeah. Like, are you? Yeah. So I did that. I did that for so like co-parents. <laughs> <laughs> so I get to play with all my taxes. <laughs> I did that for a while. Okay. And then, right. um, with time, I started working with fathers more, one on one, working with fathers, working with fathers. Because I would work with the families, but my question is, where the daddy at? You know, I see your mom, but where daddy? So I would right. start reaching out to dads. And then I find it out, you know, like the media portrays, right? Trying to portray statistics, say, like, yeah, yeah, there yeah. isn't a dad. That was a lie. There was a dad. He just necessarily didn't feel that preschool was for him. Like I didn't believe either. You know what I mean? Like yeah. think like her like mom, mom should do that. Mama take him. I'll pay for the school clothes and yeah. that. <laughs> Mama take him. So I started waiting with um, dads because they wanted to be involved. They just didn't know how. Mm. So I started creating okay. opportunities okay. for them to get involved. Right. Like just off the side, right? Just doing like little pro- like the school. I was working at Edgewood. Like let's do a donuts for dad. Let's do a. Uh, Man, you try to get people fat. No, no, no. So I was, I, love it. I was just doing like events for dads to come yeah. in, and then they were like, hey, no, we see you like doing this. How about you create a fatherhood program for us? So I created a fatherhood program, not just for Edgewood, but for all schools in Muskegon County that had started this cover there. So yeah, so that's, it's called Dads on Deck. Oh man! So how many schools? Thirteen. Come? Thirteen. Muskegon and Oceana County. So I go all the way to Shelby and Hart too. Ooh! Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, God, yeah. man, that's traveling that's every right. day. Oh no, 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 not every day. So what it is is I'll get a call, right? I'll just mm-hmm. get a call like a dad and say, uh, from one of the schools, like, hey, we got a dad here who um, he's not getting a lot of parenting time. Right, he's just like a personal assistant. So I'll meet with them, show them the paperwork that you have to fill out at the courts. And then we kind of go through there. Mm. I'm no expert when it comes to law, right? Right, 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 right. Or uh, any background in law, but I understand the simplicity. I'm going to take back that word. It's no simplicity <laughs> in court. So go ahead. <laughs> but I know the documentation that's needed to begin the okay. process. All right. So I help in that end. Once you wow, get in, man, you that's get to crazy. Call man. So I help with that. I help with housing and employment. Um, and then getting dads involved. So I've done like painting with pops and Home Depot nights, Christmas nights. Wow, so you're doing like a one-stop shop in the, in the, in the sense of like getting uh, parents and fathers and uh, just families yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. I, I'm a one-stop know. shop, but I usually got to shop somewhere else to get the help to do it. Right. So just, yeah. you might call me and because you don't may not know like, yeah. like you're, you're looking for um, housing and mm-hmm. you may not know who to call, so you'll call me, mm-hmm. and then I'll call maybe some resources that I know 
That would help. That help. That hurts. Top middleman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't have all the answers. God, that's a lot, yo. <laughs> that's bad. To you, it's like it's it's everyday, like not it's everyday. Nah, it's nah, normal. Nah, nah, nah. It's, it's right. It is a lot. Now it's, it's you know. I love what you I, sound I love. Like you like yeah. just used to it now. I am, you're I am, cool. I am, man. You know, I love working with. I believe in fatherhood so much that it don't be seeming. Okay. I love you know, like, that. If it was somebody who's playing sport <laughs> and they were working out throughout the day, like you talk to an NFL yeah. player with time, I'm like, yeah, I do three days, but you know, I'm used to it. You know, just because you get used to something that you're passionate about. Exactly. But I do want to be honest. It is tiring. You know, it of course, of course, it's of course. It's like a, this it's like a mental, mental, mental battle. It's a, it's a lot of mental. Yeah. You know, you know our people, bro. You already know. <laughs> I love no, but they got you know it's a lot of needs, it's, right? But it, yeah, it, but, and but, then, but rightfully so, though. Rightfully yes, so. Yes, that's it's under resourced. Right. Very. Under resourced. Um, it's different living condition. Yes. So I understand. It just yeah. comes with more, right? So where I'm going, me helping a family in Hart or uh, Mona Shores is yeah. different than when I'm helping a family in Mesquite Height. Not saying mm-hmm. somebody, and I'm not discrediting saying they no problems in Mona Shores, right? right? It's just different needs and different levels of needs. And of course, some of the areas that I serve. It's like going from the United States to a third world country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Have the same. Yeah, yeah. He called. He called this guy a third world country. I didn't get <laughs> that though. <laughs> I said United States to a third world. But, <laughs> but um, how how far are you willing to take this fatherhood thing, man? Like you're you're already doing three counties. Yeah. You know. So what 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 ideas or what big you know grand openings do you have in the future for the future for this? You know what? Being honest, it's something I go and pray about daily, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not sure necessarily. I, you know, I'm, I want to take it as far as God gives me the opportunity. Right, right, right. I'm still praying that He opened up doors that I can't even imagine, yeah. right? But when you see when you see all the, the shootings and the killings. Cool. You see all the, you know, the the, the violence in everywhere, not just here, everywhere, yeah. right? It's all over the news. Everywhere. And it's in our, in our communities, in our neighborhood, you know, like, this stuff that I live with, I got caught up, you know, my nephew, I mean, it's everywhere, it's everywhere, it's everywhere, it's everywhere. So when you, you deal with that, right, mm-hmm. the best way I can do my part yeah. It's by helping fathers. If a lot of these young men in prison and in, in the county, they had strong fathers who were there with them, who was spending time, who was involved in their lives, bro. For real, right? Yeah, you speak it, man. So, I, I, I agree. So that, that's, 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 talk about a vaccine. That's a vaccine right there. That's how yeah. you counteract so much that's going on. So if I can help do that, I can't put a limit of where, how much, and how far I'm willing to go for it. Because exactly. a lot of people are willing to, I'm willing to put my all the way. Out, you know that's the best answer in the world. Man, I love my people. That's love. I love my people. Oh man, man, you got me feeling good right now, For what? Okay, back to you. Uh, how does this reflect? Does this? How big does this reflect to your personal life? Oh man, it's real, bro. Because it holds me accountable. Right, mm-hmm. uh, 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 keeping it a butt. We did a podcast episode about whoopings and spankings, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. And my boy Mariel ended the podcast, and he said, 
spankings are a cap out, right? That's what he said. Now, if you look behind whoopings and stuff like that, a lot of people say that, you know, there's some studies that say it comes from slavery. When you acted up, or not acted up, but when they were trying to discipline you or whatever, whatever, there's already on one, but whatever, <laughs> but they, they, were, they were beating slaves, right? And whooping them. Mm -hmm. So, what slaves saying is okay when something going on out of pocket in my in my household or my kids are acting out of line, right? Then they were spanking, so spanking. It came from that, just like you go to police, and right? It right. came from that. Now it's a yes. spring. They're different levels, but, but that's where it started, right? Right. And he was talking about weapons, and I really agree with him. I felt what he was saying. I agree with Mario. Like weapons by themselves do nothing, you know. And I like it's better. Yeah, it's better to see, yeah. it's better to sit down and talk to your kids and still. And I ain't talking about no consequences. No, be creative, right? And yeah, just, add on, add on, be yeah. intentional. Yeah. Well, I say all this. I said all that to say <laughs> this week I whipped my daughter <laughs> with the belt, <laughs> right? Hey. And, and, and I almost had to do a podcast episode because if I'm speaking something and I'm telling someone something, I want to live that. Exactly. I can't be out here pump faking. I don't even care if you didn't know that. You may never knew that I had just with my daughter this week after yeah. that episode. But I still am want to be super transparent and real and, and real to the course that I don't want to, I don't want to, yeah, to, I don't want to fake it. nothing. If I'm struggling with something, I got a baby coming on Wednesday, right? I'm thinking, I'm terrified. I'm part of the programming, I'm terrified. If I don't ever want to be something that I'm not, I don't want people looking at me. Right. It's a fatherhood guy, he has the answers. He knows what to do. It's not me. It's not me. I'm learning. I'm learning. And I learned through meeting fathers and hearing their stories and working with other fathers. So that's why I like. I've learned nothing where I know a lot about fatherhood, but I have so much still to learn, and I can learn so much from you. And you can, I learn from somebody who watched it. So it's about learning more so I can keep it going. Man, oh, it's. As you said, man, it's a never-ending. So is father. I see why you're nervous. <laughs> every, every, I feel like every new life that comes into this world, you never know what they bring. Yeah. You know, it's a whole new, it's like opening a box of chocolates, man. Yeah, you don't yeah, know yeah. what it is. Yeah. And I feel, I see that, you know, what you're doing in the communities is going to reflect within your new uh, baby that's coming this Wednesday, man. He's gonna, he or she is gonna be magnificent, man. He's gonna come. You, you, what you, uh, the highlights that you just get brought upon us today on Unapologetic, man. It's it's a big, big thing. It's an issue that I feel like a lot of us as fathers and as black men are sometimes afraid to, you know, come out and say it because it's such a sensitive topic. Yeah. You know, when you when you say fatherhood in a black man in a yeah. black community, yeah. it's that's like, ugh, man, that's like that's worse than almost pulling a gun out on somebody yeah, exactly. like, for real. Talk about hey, parenting. Yeah, why do you think co-parenting gets so tight? You know, because if you talk, you mention something. What well, I think you should be doing this. That's a fight. That's a fight. That's a fight. That's a fight, y'all. Y'all understand what we're talking about. Yeah, man. yeah. Well, I think you really can do this with your kids, or you're, you know, you you really struggle in this area when it comes to parents. And you're like, what? What did you just say? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, just, it's very protective. You know, we are 
And that's how you know that we were designed to be parent. Yeah. Because we protected so much. Yes, man. We with our lives. We yeah. went with our lives on my life on the line. Yes. I, I die for you. You feel me? don't need no colors or no nothing to help and signify that. But that's I, what's the love is. I wanna always, you know, I think to live is to truly have something that you want yeah. to die for. Yeah. You know, you're not living if there's nothing out here that you're not willing to die exactly. for. Exactly. Yeah, man. So, okay. Take take me to the second part of your kingdom, man. As okay. I like to say, okay. of, of of giving back and putting back within the community within yourself. Yeah, the co-parenting, co-parenting people. Okay. Yeah, co-parenting is tight, bro. So, it's tight. So, what is the second thing that you uh, that you do to help? With, with co-parenting. Nah, I, I, my wife and I, we do a co-parenting segment called um, uh, One Love, Two Homes. One mm. Love, Two Homes. So One Love, Two Homes. So, you okay. know, like it's one love. We all love the children, mm. but they go to two yeah. different homes. So, because, I like that. Yeah, I like that. That's catchy. Who came up with that? You see it? Yeah, so. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. <laughs> but yeah, we did One Love, Two Homes. And yeah, we grew up, man. It's, you know, when we first did it, we loved the co-parenting piece of it. Uh, we just did um, we did a session yesterday uh, with a small group of people, and we were mm -hmm. like, um, we need to tweak some more things, you know? Okay. Because as parenting, it's always of course, right? but, but yeah. we did. We, it's, it's going. You know, we did some filming for it. We filmed a couple couples, and then we uh, who were recently one was recently divorced, or they're in the process of getting a divorce, and then one who was just recently broken up. And wow, we talked about man, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that's crazy. what co-parenting look like. Right. One thing that we always teach within co-parenting, so if someone's listening in and he help co-parenting, um, communication is important. Ooh, I'm worried. And you know what I say? Right. Co-parenting, you gotta use business like communication. You know what that means? Oh, man. I'm treating it like a job. When I call you, I'm calling during business hours first and foremost. I'm not calling the other parent at 10 at night, 11 at night. I'm calling for business hours to okay. keep it healthy. I'm speaking like I'm speaking to a supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> business. I'm not calling you out your name. I'm being respectful. Right. Um, I'm coming with the points. I ain't all that. How you doing? Uh, I miss you. Nope. This is what we're talking about. Um, on this week, our daughter needs, we're going on vacation. She should need this, this, and that. Right, right. To the point, and I keep it healthy. Ooh. Communication, accountability, holding yourself accountable. You all day you can't have. A I had to learn that personally. Yeah. I had to learn. We all, we all grew. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because yeah. I already know it's a problem. You know, when I meet with a dad and we talk about co-parenting, in the first ten minutes they just keep talking about what their baby mama keep doing. Right. Oh yeah, man. It, yeah. Can't, it can't just be about that. It gotta be what can you do better too. You know, you have to look in the mirror. You do. You have to. Be, what I always tell my dad is, you have to be the thermostat and not the thermometer. Oh, This is who I am. I hear yeah. you're turned up right now. Yeah. Right now, you've been very disrespectful. But tomorrow, at Wednesday, on Wednesday, I got some time five to seven. Mm. When you're in a place to calm down and you want to speak, I'm okay. I'm okay with sitting down and it's saying that no matter how turned you is. <laughs> 
That's a discipline. That's a discipline. But it's a, but it's that's a man. It's, it's a man. We gotta do you that. Gotta do it. Yeah, man. So, you highlighting that big time. Oh yeah, man. I'm always gonna put pressure on my man. I know. Yeah, I like I know that. black women ain't no joke. <laughs> <laughs> they strong. They, they strong. gotta be strong. We, we, a lot of times we make them that way. By being, by doing them dirty, and I did some dirty too. You know, it's just a part about the hurt, uh, not being um, as the man that we claimed was beginning off. Like, we've hurt women in the process, so we made them this hard. Right. Their dads have done them dirty sometimes, so they, they are this hard. They do, you know, have some resistance within parenting because a lot of stuff that we've done is men. Right. And that's hard to admit. But yeah, boundaries too. That's one of my biggest things setting boundaries. One thing that me and the mother of my child don't do, and I tell all my dads, do not do pick up and drop offs at the house. Mm. Meet somewhere. Have a designated spot. You know a better designated spot? The sheriff's office. We'll meet in the parking lot at the sheriff's office. They ain't got, they ain't got nothing to do with them. You know what I mean? Like, but it's that, it's that spot. Yeah, that's spot. Nobody's trying to have nothing in front of the sheriff's You get what I'm saying? Right, exactly. So. Exactly. And then what you say, you can move from that particular, after, uh, yeah. The relationship gets better to yeah, like uh, a church setting. But, but then what like, happens is stuff be going so smoothly. People forget. People just keep it there. They just want you know what I mean, or they keep it. So let's say we start off at the police station for the first year. Let's keep it there, right? Let's right, just say right, we're right. doing that. We switch another kid on and off. But what a year ain't been no problems with drop off and pick up because we at the police station. So people are like you know what? Although it's a little bit further out the way, we still gonna keep it at the police station. Even after the year, because it's so, it's been working so effectively, mm-hmm. and that's what boundaries are. Boundaries are there not to prevent everything, but to protect what's already going right in the relationship too. Right. So that's why we do. You know, the mother of my child. Uh, right now, our pick up and drop off is a school. I pick up my daughter up on, um, on Mondays, right. you know, Fridays, and then bring her back to school on Mondays. So it's different, but yeah, that's awesome. Having man. boundaries and pick up yeah. and drop off, man, because. Man, we we've, we've had some police reports and yeah, yeah, trying try to figure it out in the beginning. It's, it's always hard yeah. in the beginning. I feel like when you first walk into that that door, that setting, like you said, yeah. it's like a smack in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah. And, you know, but I like the highlight of of what one of the highlights that I took from that was that I like how you are firm and at the same time courteous. Yeah. To the other parent, yeah. like okay, yes, we we can do it this way, and this is how we're going to do it. But you know, this is somewhere we can both protect each other. Absolutely, I do that you to know. protect you too. Yeah, so you yeah. know, it's that's not you know for so some people only see it in one way. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's hard to for somebody like well, look at in my shoes. Well, you know, they've been so much about protecting themselves, yeah. they forget about the ones that yeah. is close to them, that family. And you highlighted that, man. If people don't see it, it's there in the midst. Yeah. It will come to them when it's time. I agree. So I, I, agree. I applaud you on that. No, I appreciate it. No, For real. I, I salute my moms, but the mothers that we work with, you know, like, oh, yeah. it's no easy. And I always tell dads, you can't just go in there and demand this stuff. And you ain't been, <laughs> been a picture 10 years. You can't just come in and yeah, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, is like, this, is, this, is, this is what we're going to stand on. No, no, no. I always highlight a lot of the conversations. I always start off with trying to appreciate something she's been doing. Hey, man, thank you for, for taking our daughter to get her hair done like for, for the last few months. Man, I appreciate it. I've been slacking a little bit. Thank you for getting her hair done. I really appreciate that. Yeah. It's easier to communicate or if you want to make a request when you're <laughs> like, 
about something that they yeah, doing. Yeah. You get free, you forget. Build up that relationship. Build up that trust. Dude, and I ain't saying y'all gotta be on the phone for 45 minutes giving compliments to each other. <laughs> but at least start off like that. Hey, I appreciate you uh, doing, uh, getting our, I seen that Kennedy on her report card. She made it to school. On time, 100% out, out, out the year. Hey, I appreciate you being oh, here. Man. So, what, 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 uh, pamphlets or, or any type of like I want to say information that you would like tell the people that they can go to to get okay. the proper help and stuff like that. Yeah, and certain I, certain parts. Even yourself, you know. All yeah, that. nah, nah. So, yeah. You know what? I, I'll send I'll send you the link. It's this lady that I I work with. It's a mediation service too. It mm. is like most of it's free. Okay. And, they, and the thing is, a lot of these are the mediators who work at family court too. But That's good. they're not the family court, but they're of not course, court. but they have the insight. They have the insight. Okay. And they will sit down with you between you and the other parent if you have any dispute and they will help you guys within the conversation. Wow. One thing that's important in our um, communication piece is having someone there to hold y'all accountable. Um, we have a group text in our co-parenting relationship. A group text? Me, my wife. Uh, mother of my child and her significant other. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But hey, it took a while to get there too, you know. Okay. And, yeah, that's something new. I never. Yeah. What you think is is having that being on the same page and accountable. Yeah. And, you know, like you know, like as much as like we men and we got testosterone, <laughs> nobody you want to be fighting at thirty. You know what I mean? Like it's, I got too much going on. Too that's much that's, going on. that's the thought. That first Absolutely. Reading the messages, you just more susceptible just being more kind, you know what I mean? Right, right. So right. if there's someone like if, let's say that's not your dynamic, let's just say it's you and the mother and y'all don't get along and y'all co-parent, find someone that's mutual that y'all both respect. Maybe it's a pastor or mm. a parent or somebody who who level headed though. Not nobody right, that's, that's and crazy. care about the yeah. kid too. Yeah. Just say, hey, are you willing to just be in our message? They don't even gotta speak on it. You know, like they don't even gotta speak in the group message. Like if it's me, the pastor, and the mother of my child, or me and the mother of my child are just talking about school clothes that year, right? At least someone is seeing it, so I'm not gonna be writing something super crazy. You know what I mean? Keep like, yourself accountable. They got somebody up and accountable. Yeah. And it's yeah. stuff like that. You know what okay. I mean? So So that's that's a good guideline, man. Yeah, I know. Nah, and like I said, I work with brothers and all the time they be like, bro, that ain't gonna work my baby mama in. I mean, you hear that all the time, right? You hear that all the time. But the thing is, I, I hear it all the time. It's man, I hear it too. I, I hear it all the time. It's just so funny that yeah. you said that right on the But but the thing is Right. What happens is you be consistent on your end. It's right. turned up as she is. That's it. That's it's it. turned okay. up as she is. You keep saying no. I hear Thank you turned you. up. Yeah. I I'll talk to you. You keep Still doing like that. You keep doing that. You keep doing that. And okay. I, something will change. I ain't gonna say she gonna be sending you roses to your job and things gonna be all smooth and all that. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't think it worked that way. No, no, no. Yeah. But but it'll be a better offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's hard to be turned up with somebody you always being kind of bad. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it is. If somebody you always trying to be mad and they always like be you somebody up and they say thank you. Yeah, you know what like That's okay. I understand. I understand. You. I understand. That. Yeah. yeah. You want to talk about what makes you? I might be free tomorrow. You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and even when we free tomorrow, I don't even care what made you upset. We're just back to my daughter. So I said, nope, um, five to seven. So we'll pick up where we left off. 
So if I don't drop off at daycare, how is it like, real? Yeah. Keep it to the point. point. You're not gonna get nothing else from me but the points. <laughs> I got it. I got so, it. That's, yeah. that's crazy, man. I, I thank you, man, for, for tuning in with Unapologetic. I'm part of the family, man. I like I told my teacher I was going to be something one day. <laughs> <laughs> I said the same thing, but I, I, got, I had to believe it in myself. That was, the, that was the catch. I like that. I had to believe it within myself. No. But um, the the overall platform that you were creating, man, it's, it's, it's a dominant rough, man. I never heard of something... With they go hand in hand, but they're so different at the same time. And I appreciate the time that you gave gave me and to the people, man. You did the favor, bro. Vice versa. (laughs) And I'll make sure y'all keep in the loop with the links. I keep them down below. I'll make sure I get the information from the young king, Norman himself. And uh, make sure y'all like, share, subscribe, and please leave a comment. Uh, I love it when y'all, you know, uh, talk to me and engage into, you know, the conversations that we be having on the podcast. It's okay that we bring up old stuff and highlight certain things as well. I want this to be, you know, for everybody. And we keep it real, keep it fun, man. Keep it unapologetic, like the name says. And, of course, please, ladies and gentlemen, I always want to take, you know, something from each interview that I have. Uh... Keep growing, keep expanding. Don't stop yourself because you are your worst enemy. Mm-hmm. And keep it, keep it live every day. You know, don't make one day bad and other days okay. Make it every day a good day. Mm-hmm. So, thank y'all for tuning in on another episode of Unapologetic. It's yours truly, Melly Mel. Our special guest, Norman Young, man. And we're going to keep it live and stay unapologetic. Mm-hmm.